it's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This Week in Music History with Marty Miller. Hello there, hope you've had a great week. My God, in the real life world, it's been a very busy one of gigs. Went to what I think is possibly the most beautiful gig I've ever been to. Peter Gabriel, the I.O. Tour, played in Dublin. And if you get a chance, say you're listening to this now in North America and you notice that Peter Gabriel come September, October is going to be out that way. Do yourself a favour and get the tickets in now. So what went on this week? We are looking at July 3rd until July 7th in music history. A funny old one because at 27 years of age, we lost Brian Jones in 1969. This week in 1971 at 27 years of age, we lost Jim Morrison. Sid Barrett in 2006 of Pink Floyd was gone. And in 1972, David Bowie was on top of the pops, exploding into your living room. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. Right, so we'll start in 69 and Brian Jones drowning while under the influence of drugs and alcohol after taking himself a midnight swim in his own house. He was just 27. Death by misadventure. His liver and heart heavily enlarged by drugs and alcohol abuse. Here's Mick Jagger to start. He was just gone. Well, he wouldn't turn up half the time. When he did turn up, he was not, not in any condition to do anything, to baby him. No, it was very sad. I think he liked drinking. I think he liked drugs, but they weren't very good for him. Uh, I don't think they're good for anyone, but he didn't have... He wasn't strong enough to, mentally or physically to take any of it. And, of course, he did, he did everything. Brian was one of those people that did everything to excess. Keith and I took drugs. But Brian took too many drugs of the wrong kind and he wasn't functioning as a musician. I don't think he was that interested in contributing to the Rolling Stones anymore. Same day, 1971 though, Jim Morrison of The Doors is also found dead. This time not in a pool but in a bathtub in Paris. Here's one of the paramedics and one of the first ones on the scene. When we entered the bathroom, I saw the body of a man, the head thrown back. The water, it was just a little bit pink because I think he must have bled. The water was warm, so the body was also warm which led us to presume that maybe he was not dead. David Bowie decided to call it a day this week back in 1973. But he didn't mean call it a day, call it a day. It was just the end of Ziggy Stardust on stage. Not only is it, not only is it the last show of the tour, but it's the last show that we'll ever do. Thank you. This week back in 1974, Steely Dan's Walter Becker and Donald Fagan were playing their final gig together in Santa Monica in California. They would not tour or play together again for the next 18 years. Maybe it was their drunk MC at this gig in Santa Monica who took them so long to get on stage. Maybe he had something to do with them going on holiday. Mr. Magnificent one is here. The beautiful one here. <laughs> <laughs> you little old pretty one here too. You know, whatever. In 1999, old posh spice Victoria Adams 
came to Ireland and got married to a footballer called David Beckham. David, who's 24, and 25-year-old Victoria observed tradition by staying apart in the last hours before their wedding. David played golf as crowds gathered outside the castle near Dublin, hoping to glimpse their idols. I hope to see Beckham and the Spice Girls and Beckham. Really nice football and, players. Yeah, the football players. This Week in Music History, the podcast. In 1969, a couple of days after his death, the Rolling Stones gave a free show in Hyde Park in London. 250,000 people turned up. The whole thing was a tribute to Brian Jones. OK, are you going to be quiet or not? OK. I just want to say something that was written by Shelley, and I think it goes with what happened to Brian. Peace. Peace. He is not dead. He does not sleep. He has awakened from the dreams of life. It's we that are lost in stormy visions and keep with phantoms an unprofitable strife. Poor old Johnny Cash in 2003 this week made his last ever live performance when he appeared at the Carter Ranch. Before he sang Ring of Fire, he read a statement about his late wife which he had written shortly before taking to the stage. Johnny himself would be gone by September that same year. The spirit of June Carter overshadows me tonight with the love she had for me and the love I have for her. We connect somewhere between here and heaven. I would like to do a song that she wrote that she was extremely proud of. I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burned And it was almost bad news in 2022 While 74-year-old Carlos Santana collapsed on stage Local 4 News starts now with a breaking news alert Breaking news coming to us tonight from Pine Knob Music Theater, where tonight's Carlos Santana concert abruptly ended after the iconic guitarist collapsed on stage about an hour into his show. This is video that has already gone viral, showing the 74-year-old waving to fans as he was helped off the stage, but it's already been viewed more than 20,000 times. And right. It just happened. Yeah, uh, and you might remember late last year, Santana underwent an unscheduled heart procedure, later saying in an interview, one of his arteries was 94% blocked. We have a crew headed to Pine Knob. We'll bring you the very latest throughout this newscast. That's right. The place he was playing is called Pine Knob. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. Back in 1967 this week, Pink Floyd made their first appearance on Top of the Pops. Gazing through trees in sorrow Hardly a sound till tomorrow that was the song they did see Emily play. And meanwhile, also on the subject of Top of the Pops, this is the one where black and white in Britain suddenly became colour. And it was all down to David Bowie. He's on Top of the Pops this week in 1972, right? And he's doing Starman. This was the performance where the man, David Bowie, walked over and put his arm around Mick Ronson, a man. And my goodness, there was outrage, but there was also awe and wonder. In 
2002 this week, George Harrison's widow, Olivia, put their old house up for sale for 20 million quid, saying she couldn't bear to live in the place because of the memories of the attack that happened in that house a few years previously. It was December 1999, around three in the morning. While they slept, a 33-year-old schizophrenic broke into Friar Park and viciously attacked them both, stabbing George in the chest as many as eight times. He had already been injured and he had to jump up and bring him down to stop him from attacking me. You know, he saved my life, too. You saved each other's yeah, lives. Yeah, we did. And that was, a, that was an interesting experience because, you know, um, not a lot of people get tested like that, thank God. 2006 we go and Sid Barrett died from complications arising from diabetes. He was 60 years of age and a founding member and former frontman of Pink Floyd. Sid Barrett, one of the founding members of the Pink Floyd, has died at the age of 60. Sid's disappearance from the band provoked all kinds of strange rumours, though the truth was rather sadder than the weird theories surrounding him. Robin Denzelo reports. Sid Barrett was a musical legend, although he'd been a recluse for 30 years. And still going strong, God bless him. This week, it'll be Ringo Starr's birthday once again. And here, just because it's great, is Ringo talking about himself. Where I come from in Liverpool, people get nicknames. And I was wearing a lot of rings. And first of all, they started calling me rings. And then when we went to Butlin's holiday camp, we changed our names. We all took cowboy names. And I felt Ringo Starkey wasn't quite cowboy. So I called myself Ringo Star. And I've been Ringo ever since. And that is a look at this week in music history from July 3rd until July 7th. Have a great week. And if you have been listening in North America, happy Independence Day. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes.